Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our ramping isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to GrumpyGuyBJJ.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. Is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it it helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, In the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructionals right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. And boom. We are back. We are back. Episode 57, I believe. Is that what we're at? I think so. I kind of stopped paying attention, but I know, me I'm too. close. I know we're in the 50s still. I realized once I got 52. It's yeah. kind of like turning 21. It's like Stop counting. Stop paying attention at that point. So, but yes, we're back, ready to talk some more stuff. Got a little bit of a list this time. <laughs> I got to turn my phone off so nobody interrupts us. Not that anybody ever calls me anyways. It's almost always a spam yeah. fucking call. It's so annoying. Well, that's what was weird. You know, we were listening. <clears throat> hey, I was using my phone to play some music at the gym today, and a text came through. I'm like, man, almost everybody I know is here. <laughs> right. Like, anybody who's even bothered to text me is here training. So, so who's texting me? What's going on here? Man, well, it's like mom or dad or something. Oh, that's good. So I get spam texts too, man. Oh yeah, I don't. Get, I haven't really got too many since the election season is now over. Yeah, that's. I right. was I was getting those motherfuckers that's all when the I was time. Getting lit up. God damn, that was annoying. Yeah, that was annoying. I got one, one uh, dude, yesterday or the day before from some scammers. 
Did you? Yeah, man, saying that my one of my credit cards was locked and click on this link to oh, yeah. get it taken care of. And I was just like, what on earth is this? So, yeah, I spammed that one. And Because uh, now with my new uh, Pixel 3, I can easily mark things as spam. And it's got this little screen call feature. It's pretty sick. So you see a call coming in and you're like, I don't know who this is. You hit screen call. And uh, basically, like Google answers it, and some automated voice starts saying, like, you know, hello, you know, this is an unrecognized number. Uh, you know, state your, you know, name and what you're calling for, and so, and, and you'll see it like pop up, so you can see what their reply is. And so, if they hang up, or those uh, fucking spammers will just start going because it's a recording. And so you'll see that it's one of those fucking recordings and you just hit spam. And so you don't have to answer it and, and uh, go through all the block of the number and all that nonsense. It's pretty sweet. So It seems like a big process. What? Okay, like when, if I get a number that I don't recognize. Yeah. And you know, it ends up being spam. All I got to do is like click on it. You hit info. Uh-huh. And then right, there's like, you just scroll up and you hit block caller. Oh, yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Like it's super simple. Yeah, you, see, you have to. How many buttons do you have to press in that process? You have Three. to ignore the. You have to ignore the call. Nope, you, just, you don't have to do anything. You, okay, so you, have to, you just let it ring. Let just the let motherfucker ring and annoy you. But that. let's just say that you're not in a self-hating mood, and you're going to make it quiet. Okay, so yeah. you hit decline. Yeah, so decline. That's one. That's it, and then. And then you go and hit the info button. We well, got to go and find it. Right? Don't you have to like? Well, go okay, to so screen. then you hit your recents. Okay, there's two. There's two, and then you hit info. Three, Three, block call, four. Four, okay. Pretty simple. So I hit screen call, spam. That is less. That but, is, you had, but you had to read, it's, you had to it's, read the reply. Uh, you, had to take, you had to like listen to the voicemail read the reply. Well, you just see it's like a little text thing on your phone. Is it? Popping up, yeah. Huh. I don't have to like do anything. It's All just right, right there. Maybe you got so it. So uh, it's pretty nice. It's, it's pretty, pretty convenient. Nice. So I got to give that one to Google. So... So that's what happens when you build a business and not a fucking personality. So, <laughs> unfortunately, Apple, I feel, was built on Steve Jobs and his personality and a lot of his vision. And it's like, man, without, without that dude behind the name and the product and all that stuff, I feel like the, 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 the race is starting to go to other people. I don't feel like Apple has the best products. Like hands down anymore. So no, a lot of the phones are catching up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd put my I'd put my phone now up against an iPhone and be like, I don't know what the fuck you think your phone can do that mine can't. There's, no, there's nowadays, nothing. Nowadays, there's nothing. And you now I got take, things that are better. You, you, yeah. You take I got stickers. It. I can make the Incredible Hulk show up in a picture. Oh, I got some dope ones. I found. I Did found you find? I found. Okay. I found. I found right. how to do that on my I was phone. Say, dude. There's some free apps you can download. Yeah. Then I got one. Where I can put, I can put uh, Anderson Silva. Really? I can. I, I'll, I knew yeah. there was more. Yeah, yeah. Like I can. It didn't, it's all free. I forget what the name of the app was, but yeah, you know what do they call it? Uh, alternate? No, it's alternate uh, reality. Not no, alternate. No, 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 What's no, the word no, I'm looking no. for? Um, playground. Well, it's not virtual. Minus. It's not virtual reality. It's uh, fucking a. Is it? Is it augmented? Augmented reality. That's the word I was looking for. And yeah, so I can. I can take it and I can tell you to go stand over there and I can take and put Anderson Silva next to you. And he's like doing some punches or kicks or doing some dance moves. 
and drop it right in the picture with you. It's pretty fucking sweet. Huh. Yeah, I was pretty stoked when I found that. Yeah. So the iPhone's got it, man. I'm kind of mm. on the Apple tip. Mm. I'm used to it. I don't want to... The thing is now I'm like... An, I don't want to... You know, I'm like the old dog. I don't want to have to learn a new phone. Yeah. Wow. So when I, I'm about due for a new one, I'll probably stick with an iPhone because... Of course. I know how it works. You know how it works. I don't want to fucking learn all the other nonsense. No, they've got you. They got me. They've got you. So I'm all right with that. Invested. I, I'll accept it's, defeat in that. No, I'm, no, I'm, it's all right. It's good. It's not a bad... It's not like they're worse yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anyways, no, it's uh, just my observations based but, on my phone. Speaking of more fun technology, I've been playing God of War. Oh, yeah. 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game's fucking badass, dude. Yeah, you're telling me about that. I'm digging that game. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's I fun played shit. the originals. I don't... I gotta get a PlayStation 4. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's a brand new game, but it's fucking fun, dude. The, the graphics, it looks so cool. Yeah. yeah. And the gameplay is fun as shit. Yeah. This big-ass Viking dude with a fucking axe. And he can <laughs> smash it, dude. I'm digging that, man. Fuck yeah. I know. The video games are fun. They're fun. You forget, like... And when you forget, too, like... Like, when we're doing... That's what I always think about once I get back. Because I'll go through streaks. I'll play video games for a while, and I'll get away from them. And I'll play for a while. And you learn, you know, like, when you're fighting these bad guys, these characters, they always have some sort of pattern. And you just learn how... You just have to pick up on the pattern. Yeah, you gotta figure out what it you, is. You gotta yeah. figure out what the pattern is, and when it's safe to attack, when you gotta block, when you gotta retreat. It's, it's just fucking pattern. It's just pattern recognition. Yeah. That's all it is. And sometimes it's easier to figure out than others, and they will change it up on you sometimes. Yeah. The difficulty mode of it, but or if you get impatient, that's more what it is. That's what it is, man. <laughs> like, oh damn it! Like you see his energy bar down, and you're like, oh, I can oh, get him. God. I can almost yeah. get him, and then you get fucked up. Oh, I know. I'm, yeah. But uh, but jujitsu is just like that. It's a bit pattern recognition. Like everybody's got their. I mean, there's the major jujitsu fundamentals, which creates patterns in all of us that are very similar. <clears throat> So you should react a certain way when I do something certain. So you know those those patterns are there. But then everybody else has their own little patterns. Yeah. And it, and the, you, the more you, when you play video games, you get back into that pattern mode. Like I saw it today perfectly. Like God, I can't remember who I was wrestling. It might, maybe it was Kevin or something. I don't fucking remember. But I was sitting down and they were standing up. And I was I started locked in on their knees. I was like he was, I was watching his footwork. Every time his footwork, I would see his knees come to, come close together. Then I'd see him spread apart. And I just got tranced in that. And I, he kept going through like the same pattern. He didn't realize he was doing the same pattern. We were trying to like remove around and wrestle. But I seen knees get close together. And so I thought, well, as soon as his knees get close together, I, I can hug him and hit like a little double from yeah. sitting. Perfect. I just tied it. I felt just like I was playing God of War. <laughs> I was watching the knees come together. They went apart. And then I was like, they're about to come together. Drab, go. And I fucking, I hit it. I was like, yeah, just because I was fighting this dude in God of War. There's this guy I fucking came across, man. Like, he hit you once and you're dead. Like, you you couldn't have... There was zero room for error. Like, I ran up on this dude like a dozen times, just kept getting murdered, murdered, murdered. I'm like, why is this... I was like, fuck. So, I, so then I patient, I backed up, and I would charge... I would, like, bluff charge him, get his reaction, bluff charge him. So I had to go through this whole process. And then when I was wrestling, I was like, it's the same thing. The like, same I'm kind thing. of bluff charging. His knees are close together. Oh, I'm bluff charging. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so, yeah. it's like, just like playing a video game. Right? So I like video games, man. It is. It triggers a lot of that same shit. It is. It does triggers a lot of that same shit. Your brain shit. don't know the difference. It thinks you just kick some dude's ass. Yeah. And you're like, my fingers are fucking sweet. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. I love video games. 
They're, they definitely can eat up some time. That, this, that's what I have a problem with. Yeah. Is I enjoy them. They're fun, but... There's they part, require time. Yeah. They you got to put the time in. If you want to get to the point where you're like... Because it is. It's just like jujitsu. Like, if you still got to think about what the attack button and what the jump button is by the time you get about halfway through that fucking game, like, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're, uh, it, it ain't going. Like, by the time you get to the, the boss battles in the end... Yeah. Like, dude, you better be able to, like, do that shit in your sleep. And you better know what it's, it's like. And there's so many, you know, all yeah. the controls nowadays, there's so many buttons. Yeah. So many different Second options. Second nature. And as soon as yeah. you start thinking, you're fucked in yeah. those situations. So, like, it's just like anything else. You have to put in the time so that you can just get to where you're just doing these things on a subconscious level. And, yeah, but then, like, that's the thing, though. Like, there, there's definitely some things that carry over with video games, but, you know, every video game is different. Yeah. And so, like, you know, once you're done with God of War, you know, you're a bad motherfucker. Now you go to a new one, and it's like, the controls are just a little bit different. And so you got to go through that learning process, you know, again, so. That's a, yeah, I've got, like, just over the past couple of years, like, I was balls deep in Destiny for a while. I was playing the shit out of that game. It was fun. Just kind of got burnt out on it. They put out a new version and upgrades, and I didn't want to spend the money. I was like, yeah, fuck it. So then I started playing Doom. That's just a violent, gory game. It's fun. Yeah. I was I was having a lot of fun with that. And then I kind of just kind of fizzled out, got burnt out. And now it's got a little work. I'll go down this rabbit hole for a while. Yeah. I just got done with Just Cause 3, which was super fun. Rico Rodriguez and his fucking bionic arm. So when you're starting a new game, do you always, do you, like, because you can usually adjust the difficulty level. Yeah. You know, do you, what do you usually, do you start and get the feel for it? Or do you just go fucking, like, God mode? No, I don't go god mode. I, I go normal mode. Like, just to... I, I, yeah, I just want to see what the fuck's going on. I don't want to just get raped and murdered yeah. on level one. So... That, that's that's how I usually do it. Like, I'll start out, like, on the easiest mode, just to get a feel for the controls yeah. and, and how the game plays. So I do easiest mode. Well, I, I do just to get, yeah. to get a feel for the controls, build a little confidence. Yeah. Like, okay, I understand this. Then I'll go back in and I'll start over. Because yeah. I won't get very far. Like, okay, I understand the, the gameplay. I don't know if... It, and then, yeah. then I'll go back in and I'll up the... I won't go right to the most difficult unless, yeah. I, unless I'm feeling cocky. I will just ramp up the difficulty and fucking figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I usually I, just fucking whatever that's set on. Whatever set on. It's usually set on like the medium one. Yeah, the normal mode. So. Average. Yeah. I'll fuck with that though. I'll, the gamer I'll, in me won't... Like, it's kind of like lifting that 12 kilo kettlebell. It's like, no, no. I can't... I can't lift that twelve kilo kettlebell. Just that's some pussy bullshit. So well, let's say, I feel that I feel that way about like if you come up across the boss you can't beat. Like because nowadays you can just go to you YouTube. You change the difficulty. Well, no, not that, but you can just go to YouTube and like how do I? Oh yeah, and yeah, you can yeah. watch somebody play it. Yeah. You're like, how do I beat? Because you know you'll come across yeah. shit, especially on a super difficult level. Like, how do I beat this motherfucker? Yeah. And you and you you just can't fucking figure it out. Like I ran into this one on Doom, that was just crushing me, dude. Like. For months, I couldn't figure it I, I refused to go to YouTube and see how people were beating it. Like, I was like, no, I want to figure it out myself. And I, like, I had to be, like backtrack in the game. I had to like go back and, and make sure I came in with better weapons and armor. Like, I had to, like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I had yeah, to like yeah. fucking restart myself and yeah. come in. Like, my character just wasn't going to beat this. That yeah. was the, the determination I came up with. And I did. So I just fucking went back, did better shit, and yeah. came back into it. Yeah, that's and, a problem. You know, that's one of the things, like, you can't. You can't rush through, because you can, right? Like, you can fucking 
go through games, but the games are set up to where they're so you're, deep now. You're gonna they're... hit a point where yeah. like your character just isn't strong enough to go any further, and the only way to get him stronger is to those fucking side those missions, little side missions, and all shit. the little oh, things that you were like, no man, I'm on. There's this big storyline that I'm fucking going down. So yeah, I've learned that lesson. So it's crazy how deep they get with those games, man. It's, it's not like playing Super Mario Brothers when we were growing up. No, no, they're Sonic full, the Hedgehog and shit. You know, those are the, like the storytelling experiences. Yeah, they are, dude, and they layers to them. Yeah, and that, that's the thing about it. Like to get good, like you gotta put some fucking time in. Yeah, if you really want to, especially if you start playing online. Oh, I guess that's I, a whole that's Pandora's a whole box that you, I just haven't even I, opened. I won't go down that. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't exactly. have the time because you started playing those online battles, like in Destiny. That was big, and those fucking those dudes are good. Yeah, like, and you're, you're unless you're spending hours like crafting, like honing your craft and practicing. Yeah, you're you're just it's pointless. Yeah, you're pissing your you're time. You're just away. filling in the brackets, man. Yeah, that's all you're doing. <laughs> We need and, and five so, more scrubs. Yeah, exactly. To die. I mean, sometimes you like you get into a game with like people that are similar to your skill level. Yeah. And say it's fun, but most of the time you, you just come into these fucking people that are like yeah. I don't know if they're professional gamers or they just don't have any other hobbies. That's their thing, man. And that's the thing. And yeah, it's pointless. It's like, yeah. dude, I don't. It's like I appreciate how good they're at it, but like I do not have the care or the time to put into getting that good at it. No. Like I don't want to spend that much time sitting in front of that screen. So much time sitting so in front no. of the screen. I, I refuse no. to spend that much time getting that good at it. Like yeah. there it's a it's a relief for me. It's fun. I yeah. like the challenge of it. But to a certain point. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna spend hours a day playing that shit. Yeah, know? I feel like, like the online shit's just it at first it was fun. Because was, was take it too far. That's normal. And it is totally normal. And yeah. at this point, people have taken it completely too far. And it's just not fun. Like, that, not that's fun. just kind of my impression of it. And, yeah, exactly. It's like, I know that, you know, I opened that box up and I decided to check it out. It's like, well, damn. There's no other way to get good no. than to put time. in the time. You got to put in the time. And it's like, there's just nothing. There's no other positive benefit in my life. In fact, there's going to be negative benefits. Yeah, there is no positive upside. No. To getting good at that. No. To, to getting great at a fucking video game like that? No. I mean, again, there. I guess there are professional avenues now for gamers, but that's, that's like... Few far between. Very few and far between. That's kind of like the, uh, yeah, MMA crowd and all the people that are saying, hey, I can make money in the UFC. And it's like, man, that is not... It's not as easy as you it's think. It's not as easy as you think, yeah. Just I mean, quitting your job yeah. and training, quote-unquote, full-time yeah, it's not, is not necessarily the recipe to get you... I mean, it, it, it's... What people don't... It's like in any sport, man. You got to think about the percentage of people that actually make it to a payday are... is fucking small. Super small. I mean, like, way less than 10, 5, 10%. And people who are able to make a living off of it is like minuscule i mean like one one to three percent maybe uh, again and that's just it's when you're just looking at like the total number of people who are like in the sport versus who's actually at the top of that pyramid and so yeah it's like anything else so if you're fucking playing video games and you're like dude i'm gonna make money one day it's like odds are against you you know just like if you quit your job and you want to be an mma fighter it's like man, you may want to have a backup plan <laughs> Backup plans don't hurt. So, and 
again, like, I think, I think we've talked about this before, I think, because we've both seen, uh, like, really good athletes. Like, you're not wondering. Like, you know. You know pretty quickly, like, whether you've got something. That other people don't. That other people don't. And even that doesn't guarantee you that you're going to make it. But, like, that, that's like, if you don't have something, if you're not, if you don't got, like, some sort of strength, speed, quickness, power, speed, something. power, just crazy technical ability or something. Like if there's not something where you have a pretty clear advantage over most other human beings, that's just like, you know, you, you can't even get in, you know, onto the table playing cards without that. That's like your, your, your fucking minimum buy-in. And if, and you know pretty quickly within, uh, a, you know, I'd say within like a year of training, you've probably got an idea, especially after a fight or two. It's like, man, dude, if you don't know, then it's like, okay, maybe there's a fucking need to have another avenue. But it's, I don't know. I, I, I saw the same thing in, in mountain biking. You know, you get your professional uh, car and you're, now you're a pro rider and, and it's like, I'm going to get sponsors and it seems so easy. And you just don't realize, like, man, it's it's not, and and you're and you shouldn't be guessing. Like, you shouldn't if be you're guessing. a couple years into it, and you're still guessing as to whether like you think you have a legitimate crack at it. Like, man, you're probably just like lying to yourself on some level. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I think it is. You're lying to yourself because you you take anybody that has made it professional in any physical endeavor. They 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 were lucky. To I'm not saying they didn't work hard, but they were lucky. I mean, is they were blessed with some genetic gifts. Genetics and environment. And environment and genetics and just time. It just happened to work out for them. And no matter, like, say they chose to be uh, an MMA fighter or a mountain bike rider or whatever the fucking case may be. Most like professional athletes, whatever sport they decided to pursue, they probably could have ended up being professional at. You know? Yeah. Do, you, do you know what I'm saying? Like they just had some fucking gifts. Yeah. Yeah, they're just blessed with it. It just it's just how it goes, man. Yep. And yeah, and you recognize that shit pretty early on when you start yeah. at an activity. Yeah, that's like, not oh. saying you're still gonna have like it's it's not easy. No, I'm not you're saying gonna be going, right. I know you're not, but I'm just saying like that's not what we're saying. Right. It's, it's like not easy. even if you have one of those those gifts, man, now all of a sudden dude, you're going up against other freaks. Other people that have gifts. <laughs> yeah, yes. right. Yes. yes that, that's, so you're still... You still got a whole... Yeah, I mean, you're at a huge uphill battle. Yeah, a huge uphill battle. But if you don't even have some gen- something, some gifts. something in your favor, and you're trying to go up against the mutants who do... You're fucked. It's, yeah, like the odds are really low. And that's why most of us... That's just not where most of us are. Most of us don't. That's why it's a bell curve, man. Like, you've got your people on the far end that just trip over their own foot every time they try to put one foot in front of the other. Just, and then you got people on the, you know, the super athletes that just, wow, like, you know, God reached down and touched you on the way out and good for you. And now you're brought motherfucker. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> what do you do with that? And, uh, and then the rest of them, most people are like us, man. It's like, you know, we're... I mean, you can work hard and train and you can exactly. be good at shit. You can be. Like genetics aren't, that was one of the things that, uh, um, Man, that that Bill von what was his name von Whipple, von Whipple, Whipple or something like that. Yeah, the 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 uh, social leap. social leap guy. He he talked about it on the Joe Rogan podcast and in the book uh, he's talked about it too. How um, fuck, I lost my point because I was trying to remember what his name was. <laughs> what are we talking? Oh, genetics. oh, genetics, genetics. So it's not that 
you know, you're, you can, you know, you use like muscle for, is the specific example. It's like, you know, you're, what you do still matters. Like if you've got really great genetics for building muscle and you just never do anything with it, then, you know, you're never going to realize it. But if, if you don't have the best and you really work hard, you can still achieve good things. So it's like, you know, what you do with what you're given makes a huge impact on what you end up with. You're not, it's not like, but there, there's, there's, there's boundaries to it, you know, and, and I guess that's why God invented steroids too. So to allow you to stretch those boundaries. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it, but that's where most of us are, man. We're in that middle, middle kind of thing. We didn't win the genetic lottery. We didn't lose the genetic lottery. And a lot of what we end up with comes down to us and the work that we put into it and how we pursue it. And uh, yeah, that's why jujitsu is fucking so much fun. So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. So, I don't know, man. What are you <laughs> staring at me, dude. I was letting you go where you were going. You're usually running wound out. You you get wound up about something, and then you just kind of yeah. I get it out, and it's <laughs> like all right. Who just hit a wall? What do you think? So yeah, but uh, speaking of training and making gains as a as an athlete, uh, old Gordon Ryan came out with his new fitness. I saw that DVDs. <laughs> I, all, I, I, at first, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was just somebody put it on. Like, somebody put up a fucking well done meme. Like, yeah, like a meme. Just kind of like, you know, because Donahue's got all his and it's right. like, all right. And so at first I thought it was a joke. But then I quickly realized it was not. It's not. Because I clicked it because you could purchase it through BJJ Fanatics. Yep. I forget what the price was. It's 100 bucks. Was that what it was? Mm-hmm. I considered buying it just to see what it was all about. It just seems fucking ridiculous, man. I'm just going to say. It, it seems super fucking ridiculous. It does seem a little... So, yeah. So, anyways, if, if, for people that don't know, the the Gordon Ryan uh, supposedly used this strategy to help him go from a... He started out at 167 pounds and pretty normal. And then he got up to 239. It was like 70 pounds. He put on 70 pounds. Of muscle. Yeah, mus- I'm sure. Yeah, mostly muscle, and then uh, and then he trimmed back down to one ninety seven, ninety eight, something like that, in in eighteen months, in a year and a half, which just it stretches the grounds of credibility, like just slightly. You're being, you're being nice. I observe it like that. Stretching the grounds of credibility. I like that. I mean, I was talking to Kelly. I was like, okay, so he put on, dude, even if someone told me they put on 70 pounds of muscle or just, just put on 70 clean pounds, right? Like, you know, mostly muscle, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not all, not, it, 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 it's 70 whole, pounds. And, 70 pounds, even if it in 18 months would be insane. 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 And so, but he did it because he had to diet back down. So like in like 12 months. Right. I'm like, dude, that's like seven pounds, uh, like, you know, six pounds, six plus pounds a month. That's over a pound a week for a year. Yeah, exactly. Aka yeah, fucking I, summed I, it up, man. I, I, <laughs> With his little groan. His grunt and his bullshit grunt. 
It's like, wow. Like, any professional bodybuilder... Would kill. Would be, yeah. I would, that would, well, it, that's insane. It's insane. That's insane. It's, it's not... And then, to top it off... God, there's so many fucking holes in this. <laughs> so then he's training a ton of jiu-jitsu at the same time. And those are yeah. those are contradict contradictory modes of training. Like if you're trying to put on that much mass and size and you're wrestling a lot. Yeah. Like wrestling, you're gonna decrease your gains, quote unquote gains, with all this aerobic activity. Yeah. You're just gonna. Yeah. Your body has to adapt to the stimulus you provide. Right. And so if you're fucking lifting heavy weights, your body's like, oh, I need more muscle, I'm gonna grow. But then you're on you're on the mat. And then your body's like, oh, wait, all this extra muscles, you know, your body, you're not going to outsmart your body. Yeah. Your, your body's going to be like, oh, we need a bigger gas tank. We need all this extra muscle not helping me. Like, we're not going to grow. We don't need as much. We need different things. We're trying to grow. Yeah. Your body grows to the stimulus you provide. Yeah. It's simple as that. There's no, you can't get around that. Right. And so you're trying to do, you're like training jiu-jitsu like a motherfucker, but then you're putting Adding on a s- pound and a half a week. Yeah, pound and a half a week by weightlifting. Yeah. Fuck you. I know. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just clean weightlifting. Not happening. Not happening. Not so, happening. I mean... For the very small percentage of people in the world. Yeah. Very, very fucking few people could do yeah. something like that. And he's not... It wasn't like he was a, a 15, 16-year-old kid who just hit a crazy late growth spurt. I mean, he was like in his... He was in his early 20s. Late teens, early late 20s? Late teens, early 20s. Like... Well, but when you are that age... I mean, you can walk by the weights and get a little bit stronger. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, You got a lot of, yeah. you got a lot just, of testosterone I mean, pumping through your man, body. Man, I'm just saying, like, a growth spurt at that, a growth spurt of that size at that yeah, age it isn't coming is really rare. Rare. Super yeah. rare. Really possible. It, it happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it definitely can happen. But, again, a lot of times you're wondering, like, what's going on with that, too? Because a lot of times that's, you know, there's other sports or bulk is involved, and you hear the story of like the the kid who you know went home for the summer and came back the next year for football, and it's like, whoa, motherfucker, put on forty pounds like <laughs> three months. What's going on here? And oh, well, I'm a teenager, man. Gross spurt. Okay, maybe. Um, but anyways, yeah, odds are odds are extremely high that he's either juiced to the fucking tits or at the very least, using some pretty healthy uh, help uh, and, you know, uh, chemical subs- help because there's a lot more than just steroids. It's not right. just steroids. There's just so many other things that, you know, fall in that, that category of, the, the, you know, in- performance enhancing, helping lose fat and all these things that um, fall under that PED umbrella. But... Yeah, it, it's just it's it's just fucking. It was what, what bothers me. Like I don't, dude. If someone wants the juice, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck either. Like have at it. Have at it. Like, you know, if you if you're willing to make that sacrifice, because there, there's a, there's a cost to that. No one rides for free. If you're willing to do that, and you want to, you fuck yeah, dude. I support it. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Is where is what bothers me about it. Is that then you put out a DV like a, a, an instructional, instructional saying, "Oh, you follow this yeah. plan, you can do the yep. same thing." Yep. Like man, like the saying I like to say, "Eat a big bag of fucking dicks." Yeah. That's not gonna happen, man. Dude, I feel like it's it's uh you know, 
1992 called and you know Joe Weider wants his yeah. fucking strategy back. Yeah, exactly. Let's have these juice to the tits <laughs> monsters denying yeah. any steroid use at all. Oh, we're just taking creatine and then just protein. sell uh, insane training programs to an unsuspecting public. It's that, like that, that's what bothered me. I thought we're fucking past. I thought this. we're past that, and you're just straight up trying to do people and yeah. just spending a hundred bucks. Yeah, 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 Come man. On, man. That that that's I, I agree. Like that that's that, where, that's what bothers me. That's what bothers me. And what's funny is, like, in this day and age, like, people are more privy to it. Like, I mean, pretty much, there's, I'd you say hope. the vast majority of people out there are, like, dude, you're juiced to the fucking tits. And, but, yeah, like. I mean, that, 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 again, that doesn't, we're not saying that he didn't work hard. No, 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 no I want to get to right, that. Yeah. There's, there's definitely some interesting points in what he did, because he did do it. He did do it. So there are some interesting things when you look at some of his strategy, but just the, the 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 idea that that's what he did, and he didn't have any chemical help to help him like do that is just like I said, man. At the very least, is stretching the the grounds of reality a little bit. No, you just you just fucking hoodwinking hoodwinking people. I think man. so. Yeah, Maybe you're, you're fucking tricking people. A yeah, little you're bit. tricking people, man. You're selling so. snake oil. You're, you're being disingenuous. It is, man. Dude, that, that, that's what bothers me about. Yeah, it. and dude, I go back to my. I've made this point before. Like, I can't wrap my mind around Donaher and Henzo. I just can't wrap my mind around where they're at with this shit. It's like so. It's one of three things, right? Like you know, like any good philosophical discussion, and you can break these things down in very simple. Talking points. There's only three possibilities, and you tell me if I'm missing one, right? So, possibility one is that they don't know, like, he's not, he's not doing anything, right? Possibility two is that he's doing something, and they don't know about it. And possibility three is that he's doing something, and they know about it, and they're just like, you know, they're... It's a cash cow kind of thing. We're not going to fucking rock the boat with this. Like, am I missing? No, I think that I think the there's probably about the three things that are probably going on. I think we can both agree it's not one. Uh, you know, I mean, he's he's doing something. I, I don't know, man. I just again, I hate I hate to do it. You know what I mean? I hate to go 100 percent because like I really try to live my life by the 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 do not judge. It's like it's like until you know 100 percent. Like, you can't, it's, you don't know. It's an idea. So, but if you fucking put a gun to my head or you told me to make a bet or we're having beers, like, I think he's fucking juicing. So I think one's not a possibility. So we're down to two and three, right? So either he's doing something and they don't know, which means, you know, like, what kind of, like, control, like, where are you at? Like, how do you not know? Like, one, this is pretty fucking obvious. And two. I, I think, I think. It just it goes right to the third category. Yeah, is that because you can't? They're being willful, willfully ignorant. Willfully ignorant. They they know what's going on. Because both those guys are not dumb. No, <clears throat> you know, and and anybody who's you know as deep into jiu-jitsu as that family or that that camp is, it's a physical endeavor. They've been around it their whole life. They know what the human body is capable and not capable of. Yeah, they're not dumb. Right, and so you just see it. You're like, okay, we know what's going on here. So I think it's just it's the willful ignorance. Just. Yeah. And then that, that's, again, it's like with the, the shit-talking thing where I'm like, again, like, you know, I, did, I can't wrap my mind around exactly how those those two, uh, 
I use the word characters in like the the term of like they're what they project and who you think they are, right? There's 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 a character that they project. And so like their character, I can't wrap my mind around how their projected character is squaring away and in, in living uh harmoniously with what in my mind is the antithesis of a lot of these things. So I don't know. It just it's again, I try not to judge, but well, see, I like yeah, to think Yeah. Again, I don't care. Like, hey, if someone wants the juice, fuck it. Have at it. Have at it. <clears throat> that I have zero problem with it. But don't try to sell people programs saying... Yeah, man, when he's going, when you find out that this guy's going to go sell a fucking program pro- on it, you pull him aside and you say, look... Like, now cool. you're being not cool about it. This is not... This is not yeah, cool. Look, now, you're, now, you're, now you're being shady. You're trying to profit off of... You're, try, you're trying you to know, make a ignorance. Like, what yeah. we do to be professionals in this sport is... You know, our deal and like that. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, it just... I don't have a problem... Exactly, and this is the thing. I, I just don't... I don't have a problem with what the fuck he's doing. I don't, don't have, have a problem with athletes juicing. I don't no, give a fuck, dude. I don't give a fuck. Hey, it's up to the league or whatever event they're in to test. Yeah. And if they pass test, fuck it, have at it, man. Yeah. I, I don't care. Honestly, like when it comes to professional athletes... Fuck it, man. Don't, I'm rooting for the professional athletes to win. I think the I whole drug testing thing is ridiculous. I think the drug testing... I want to go back to the Pride Days. I don't give a fuck if, yeah. they're, te- if they're juicing, dude. I, like, I think that. if you're testing, it should be to make sure that people are, are uh, being healthy. Yeah. Like, just make sure, like, hey, man, like, you know, this, your endocrine system is about to crash. You know, like, don't test them to be like, motherfucker, you got this in your system no, and yeah. you're suspended. It's like, hey, man, if you're going to do this stuff, let's be healthy about it. And and so like, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, so that's where I say like I don't care, but that's where it bothers me is like, don't do people into into saying oh this is the only program I did. These are the supplements I took. Right. This is the weightlifting program I did, and this is how I gained seventy pounds of muscle in a year. Yeah. For, man, just fuck know, me off. Dude, I know, dude. Muscle Attack couldn't have done better. No. Remember, remember those fights? When I saw that, dude, I was like, get the fuck out. I here. know, man. So I've been in this game too long, man. But I, on that note, kind of, I finally watched that Ronnie Coleman documentary on Netflix. No, 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 hold on, hold on. No, we're not ready. This real quick. Okay, all right, because right. this, this will lead into this. Okay, all right, perfect. Because here's the interesting thing: Did you look? Like you know, I, again, I got you're not on social media, and I don't know. Did you look at the contents of the video? I, I looked at it like in the email. You know, it, it, I, I remember it broke down like supplements, nutrition, hey. Program like routine, right? Right, right. I, I didn't. I don't have one of the DVDs. Is exercises, chest, yeah. back, arms, legs. Right. So he trains. He's a bodybuilder. He trains like a bodybuilder. Right. His girlfriend, the, his, a his trainer. Chick, she's right. a bodybuilder chick. She's like mm-hmm. a fitness want to be fitness competitor. And so this is how she trains him as a, as a bodybuilder. So I just one. It's it's really interesting because. In a world of functional fitness training, the uh, you've got um, Gordon Ryan being pretty fucking successful at an athletic endeavor, training like a goddamn bodybuilder. Like Ronnie Coleman would walk in and pat him on the back and be like, "Good job, young blood." You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like that, like the stuff that he does, and I'm sure he throws in, you know, some sled pushes and you know, some some shit here and there. But the the meat of his program, she trains him like a bodybuilder. He's always like posting like, great back day today, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is really interesting. So 
I, I don't know. I, I thought, one, we love to shit on bodybuilding. But, I mean, one of those guys know how to put on size. Yep. I, I will tell you, he he put the fucking size on. Yeah, it's not imaginary. Like, he's a big fucking dude. Right. And so, supplements, Mexican supplements or not. Uh, he still did the work. He still fucking put the size on. Yeah. You weren't going to do that doing CrossFit workouts. Nope. Like, bodybuilders, if you need to put on size. That's how you train. There's, they know what the fuck they're doing. There's a reason they train that way. Exactly. And so, again, we love to kind of poo-poo on them a little bit. No, but, but I like, mean, if that is your goal... Yeah, yeah they, some good they, hypertrophy training. Yep. That's how you is train. not a bad idea. No, I, I don't. I think that we really kind of like that's one of those things we threw the baby out with the bathwater. Like we got so disgusted with the bodybuilding scene that we kind of like, you know, threw out the bodybuilding workouts with it. And it's like, man, doing a little hypertrophy training, three sets of ten. It's like it, it, it still works, that, man. Yeah. It's got a place. So especially as you know, as you get older, it's kind of funny. But like doing hypertrophy training to try and maintain your muscle mass, because that's one of those things. Like you hit a point where you're going to lose muscle mass, and so it becomes a, a race. And I know like Steve Maxwell was talking about it. it. Yeah. yeah. And so that's one of the reasons he says he likes to do like machine training and hypertrophy training, like good old school stuff that people like to poo poo on. He's like, man, it has a place. Like, it depends on your goals. And not everybody's goal is to be a CrossFit athlete or, like, you know, stand on a fucking wobble board and, and do some crazy functional training. And so, anyways, I just, I, I thought that was interesting that, like, you know, bodybuilding, all right. It, it's apparently working in, in some ways. It works so, to build your body. It works to get that fucking muscle mass on. And like I said, they know how to put weight on and they know how to take weight off. And uh, so, yeah. So kudos to fucking bodybuilding. So anyways. Yeah, any, I mean, any it's, it's, it's fun to make. It's easy to make fun of. And it's kind of fun to make fun of and put, you know, poke fun at. But no, like you said, they know what they're doing. Yeah. And that is how you train if that's what your goal is. Yeah. If your goal is strictly to look good. Look good that's and put on wanna, mass. That's, a, that, that's, how, you wanna train. that's yeah. how you should train. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. There's, that's why those guys train like that. That's, there's a whole world, you know, competition built around that. Yeah. Those, you know, Ronnie Coleman and Jay Cutler, they're not doing fucking CrossFit workouts. No. No. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. But I will say that if you if you were to come to me, if you're like, you know, 40-ish year old dude doing jujitsu. And you said, man, should I do like kind of more of a functional training style workout or should I train like a bodybuilder? Unless the dude also said like, I need to put on muscle mass. Like I'd say like, man, you probably would be better off doing a little more functional training style workout. Like bodybuilding is, you know, again, it's not, it has a place or whatever, but like if you're going to focus on one, I think that you'd be better off focusing on that style of workout rather than training like a bodybuilder would you i, I would agree? agree but again it boils down to what you're trying to achieve right right and, you know and, you know if someone came to me and like you know yeah i want to work out to like feel good but like i really want to look good like okay we can do both you know you're going to train like a bodybuilder quote unquote but you're going to spend a lot of time doing mobility stuff 
Yeah. yeah that's that's more important. You know, because like, you can still do all the bodybuilding shit. You can go do curls until your arms fall off. Right. Don't have a fucking problem with that, man. But make sure you're still doing mobility shit afterwards. That's right. more important. Yeah, you, know, you, you, you can do your hyper. How do you say it? Hypertrophy. 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 Hyper. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can. You know, I see it. I read it. I hear it. It does, it does look like hypertrophy. It looks like hypertrophy, but hypertrophy, Cheney, whatever. I always think like, fuck. What do I gotta win to get the hypertrophy? hypertrophy. <laughs> you do that kind of training, like you know, th- three days a week, but seven days a week, you should be doing mobility shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That never goes away, and especially as you get older. Right. You know, but if you're going for a fitness level, you don't really care if you're building big packs. Right. Then you're going to be doing more steel mace shit. Yeah. You know, you know, more so movement more quality. Move, more movement type stuff. Yeah. So it really depends on what you're trying to accomplish. I guess like my point though is that even like double fucking whammy for poor motherfuckers that buy that workout program is that like, you know, not only did he have some help achieving those gains, it wasn't just this fucking workout, but like... You know, with your limited time and energy, and most of the people buying this shit are gonna be, you know, guys in that that category. Um, it's not even the best fucking use of your time. Hmm. Like training like a bodybuilder, like I said, unless for whatever reason you're like, man, I need to put on muscle mass. Like, okay, but that's not where most people who train jujitsu are. Like, most people who train jujitsu aren't trying to get heavier. You know, they're just, they're trying to, they, they have very specific fitness goals and movement goals and things like that. And so you're, you're like, I would say like you're better off doing ramping isometrics mm-hmm. or fucking cheap ass $15 ramping isometrics program will give you way better, uh, actual functional results towards jujitsu and do it in a safer, that's the other thing, like training like a bodybuilder and again, we'll get to Ronnie Coleman here in a second, but like that is not easy on your body. Mm-hmm. Like you have to take those muscles to failure. You got to beat the shit out of yourself in order to stimulate that muscle growth. That's not the fucking best thing to do when you're trying to train jujitsu. No, they don't, you can't do them both. No. You don't have the time to recover and do no. them both. No. So, you know, I do, I learned that <clears> lesson <throat> thinking I was fucking Superman trying to do a shit ton of CrossFit and trying to do jiu-jitsu at the same time. You just don't have the time to recover. No. One's going to sacrifice, dude. They, you just, your body, something's going to give. And I, I found that. Like, I had, you know, I, I've always loved jiu-jitsu way more. You know, there was this point in time where I, I really liked CrossFit. And I was doing a lot of it. But I, I finally started to see the negative effects of it on my jiu-jitsu. And once I really came to terms with that, like, okay. I've got to chill out on this. This yeah. is not helping my jiu-jitsu. Yeah. It, it's just not. No. It no, was, no, yeah. Because it became a sport. It, it became a sport. It wasn't... It started out as something different. Like, that's the thing that a lot of, again, like, you know, CrossFit. Like, I... Dude, I remember. Do you remember the original CrossFit site? Oh, yeah. Just, like, just randomly like, posting fucking workouts. And, and like, people would post their fucking time. Yeah. Yep. And... It was just so, again, people, if you weren't around, then it's really hard to understand, like, what, how off the wall that was. And again, this is in the world when bodybuilding was still really firmly entrenched, is like, that was how you worked out. Fitness. If you, if you yeah. said you were going, you got a gym membership yep. and you went to Gold's, you trained like a bodybuilder. Yeah, if, I, if you do strength training, you train like a bodybuilder. Yep. They were synonymous with each other. And then here come these dudes, like, you do this crazy shit. Yeah, it was like, yeah. So, but, it was. It was interesting. It, but then once it became its own sport, it's funny. It started to eat itself. It did. You know, that's when it became like, well, now you have become what you 
are making fun of a little bit where you're training people specifically for this sport, this event. And so, you know, you can make arguments that now there's holes in other areas of their fitness. You know, I said there was a recent interview or an article with Greg Glassman, you know, the yeah. founder of, yeah, yeah. of CrossFit. And he, he admitted, you know, just because he's not a dumb guy. No. And he said, looking back, he's like, you know, he's like, I think one mistake, I can't remember his exact wording, but something along the lines, he's like, one big mistake that we made is the kipping pull-up. And you know, I've thought that for a lot of years. Like, if you don't have the strength to do strict pull-ups, yeah. you have no fucking business doing kipping pull-ups. No. You're going to hurt yourself. Right. Something's going to fucking give. Shit, like, you Work isometric holds. You know, isometric holds. Like, yeah, that's how you get stronger at pull-ups. That, that, that's what, it's so funny. Like, uh, I was talking to this guy not too long ago. Not a very fit dude, but... His wife is doing CrossFit, so he's doing it with her. And he was like, oh, I can almost do, you know, I'm getting kipping pull-ups. And I was like, well, can you do strict pull-ups? He's like, no. I'm like, why the f- Why are you fucking with kipping pull-ups? I was like, why are you doing pull-ups? Yeah. He's like, well, to get stronger. I'm like, okay. So how about you just fucking hang from the bar or do strict pull-ups? I was like, do you know why people doing kipping pull-ups? And so they can do more pull-ups. Yeah. And it's when you gamify it, like, hey... Because when you do strict pull-ups, you know, doing 10 strict pull-ups in a row is tough. Huff. To, you know, dead hang all the way down, all the way up to your chest, your chin over the bar. Like, that's tough. And when they have a workout where you got to do fucking 100 of them, you're not doing 100 no. strict pull-ups. No. you you got to start kipping. The only time in my life I've ever done a kipping pull-up is when I got suckered into doing a CrossFit workout. Because... You cannot get through the fucking workout without doing it. You can't. And it, it, it graded my soul to have to do it, but I did it. But and anyways. that's where, you know, but he admitted, he's like, yeah, we, we shouldn't have been teaching people to keep him pull up. Yeah. Unless they were really, unless they were good athletes. And they could bang out a bunch of strict pull-ups. Yeah. Then they have the, you know, the... I see the kipping pull-up should be a, a, uh, like, that's going into the muscle-up. Right. So, but, but... It's a specific skill. Yeah. So there, but that's, it's, you're, it's like, man, can you hang from the bar for 30 seconds? Okay, cool. Now, can you hang from the bar at the top with the chin over the bar? Okay, cool. Can you hold the halfway point? You know, okay, cool. And if at any point you can't, like, oh, hey. That's what we're doing. This is where we're working. And then once you've, you've got command of all three of those isometrically, can you get to the top and lower yourself down under control? Okay, now can you do pull yourself up? Hey, there you go. Now you can do a rep. When you can do fucking 10 plus, you know, clean, awesome reps, and we want to talk about if muscle ups or something like that is a good idea for you, cool. And once we do that, now we're going to progress into muscle ups. And hey, guess what? One of the first things we're going to learn how to do. You got to kip. Got to kip. But it's like not understanding. Like, that is such the big problem with, uh, um, you know, you see a little bit today with the gymnastics fucking base workouts that are so super popular is you don't, you, you see these people uh, who are, who, you know, really good with the program. You don't realize, I mean, you were talking about this, seeing some dude doing push-ups on his wrist. On the back of his wrist. Yeah, and, and it's like, man, you don't realize, like, this dude has spent a lot of time and energy getting to this point. And, and, you know, doing that exercise for him makes sense because there's a whole progression of things that he went through to get to that point. And in the grand scheme of things, that makes perfect sense for him. But, you know, the layperson sees it 
or he's trying to, you know, sell a little sizzle to them because you got to entertain them some and you end up giving them this progression out of sequence, out of context. There's no context to it. And it's just like, you know, information with no context. It's like, it can be, it can be all right, but a lot of times it can be really fucking bad too. So yeah, that's, you see that all the time in the fitness world. People look at like, what do the pros do? It's like, man, you don't want to know what the pros do. No. It's like what that dude's doing. You can't doing, do what he's doing. Yeah, we talked about before, like the, 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 the MMA prep shows, you know, you see those guys doing the, their workouts and it's like, dude, they're in training camp at like peak condition doing like, you know, very specific workouts that in the, you know, in the context of what they're doing makes sense. But then the layperson sitting on his couch sees it and is like, Martha, I'm going to go sign up for the UFC gym tomorrow and I'm going to go do that <laughs> shit right there. Yeah. And like two weeks later, he's like, Martha, bring me a beer. My back's fucked up. And it's like, all right, well, that was great, you know, but if you'd have gone in there and just somebody would showed you how to do some crawls and some ramping isometrics and a little mobility work, like, you know, two weeks later, you'd be like, Martha, I feel good. I'm going in again. So Martha would be like, good. Mobility work. Mobility work's important. So fucking important, man. Like, you know, I get, there's this dude I work with, this big fat guy, just hurt, hurt his shoulder. He's all fucked up, been off work for a few weeks, been just doing awful shit. You trying to convert him too? No. Okay. I should stretch your shoulder off. I'm just wondering, man, my shoulder's fucking hurt. You're like, shoulder's all fucked up. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Rob's in the room. But the. You know, he came and was asking me about, like, workout questions. You know, he, again, so as the point I'm getting at is, like, people asking, like, what professionals are doing, and that's what they think they should do. Right. So this what dude. What does Rob do? Yeah, this dude is very deconditioned, you know, out of shape, overweight, doesn't exercise. So he comes and asks me, like, well, what do you do for workout? I'm like, okay, this is a really long conversation we don't have time for. Yeah. And I was like, you don't need to be adding tension to your system right now. I was like, how much time do you spend stretching, doing, taking your body through full ranges of motion and stuff? You know, okay, can you just take your arm and go like, you know, like go do an arm circle? I asked him this. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, can you do this? And he didn't want to have it. You know, he just wants to like do a workout. It's an like, exercise. It's going to like, fix his shoulder. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I was like, you... Or putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. I was like, you don't need to be going and doing a bunch of... And like I said, the best way I can put it is adding tension to the system. You yeah. need to be taking that tension away. You need to be spending time moving. Just, yeah. Just moving. And it's not it's not sexy. It's not exciting. No. You know, as, as you were talking, I started jumping around a little bit. But like... So like this fucking Gordon Ryan fitness DVD. Or fit, to even call it fitness DVD, a program is a disservice. Like bodybuilding program like if you wanted to be a bodybuilder why the fuck are you gonna go to like a grappler to learn how to be a bodybuilder like why wouldn't you go to like a professional fucking bodybuilder and start going down that rabbit hole well that's the thing though is like he's not selling it as a bodybuilding program he's selling it to grapplers as a grappling program is he is that his angle yeah that's his angle well again like I can't like yeah I mean, it's it's a grappling program that's going to allow you to bulk up and fucking put on muscle get so that you can get jacked and, <laughs> and and you know just toss your training partners around. I don't know, and then and then how to you know lean back down so you can you know drop weight for competition. I like that's that's kind of the, but it's definitely being billed as a you know jujitsu workout. Like this is what Gordon Ryan did to. 
you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I would say that I would, I would believe there's an insinuation with it. Like they're saying, it's not, it's the program that he used to do this and also, you know, fucking be a dominant athlete. And so like, that's why it's, yeah, I don't know. It's maddening. It is maddening, man. That's why I was saying it's, it's, it's a little disingenuous on, on a bunch of different levels. Not a little disingenuous. It's very disingenuous. Yeah. yeah. It's probably my least favorite fucking program or instructional to come out in quite some time. Yeah. So By far. By far. By far. But, uh, I, I mean, part of me, with all that said, I kind of want to buy it, too. I want to buy it, too. Because I want to see. I do. You just be like, what did this chick do, man? What did this chick put together for him? And it's probably see, a standard bodybuilding. That's what I'm wondering. Team. I'm just like, dude, are we literally going to be watching like a Ronnie Coleman fucking old school? Like, a, a, it's a bodybuilding. It's like, a okay, bodybuilding here, here's the best back exercise. You got yeah. your T bar row. Yeah. And you got your. I, that's what I'm speculating it is. Yeah, you got to like hold tension <laughs> and focus on the muscle here. It's mu- Yeah, and it's like, wow, okay. Like, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. And, but it's, I don't know. It's it's so interesting. That, that is, that's an interesting fucking thing to me. But. I was thinking it was fun the the whole idea your, your boss coming to you because I get that shit too. People come up to me like, oh, what should I do? Blah blah blah. And it's such a long conversation, dude. You get, you well, can't just give. Well, the way here's I think the, you tell me what you think of this analogy because I'm always trying to think of like how do I explain this to people quickly and easily. And so it's kind of like a chessboard, right? Like how the pieces on the chessboard are arranged is going to determine what my next move is going to be. And so what you're doing is you're coming to me and you're asking me, like, what, what is my next move based on where my pieces are on the chessboard? My pieces are in a completely different place than yours. You know, so what I really need to do is figure out, okay, what does your chessboard look like? And then I can give you some advice on what the next best move for you is going to be. You know, like, like I've got my fucking queen in, uh, in a good position and yours is fucking exposed. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, the, the next move is different. And so, because... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What What do you think about No, I think it's a good analogy. Yeah. yeah just, it does. It makes sense. Yeah. But it's still... It, yeah, even then it can be It's tough. hard. They don't want to hear they that. They don't want to hear that. Yeah. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. But yeah, that's the that's the thing that's tough for people to understand. Like, and that's, that's why looking at like, well, what do the pros do? Because even then it's like, okay, like, going back to that goddamn DVD. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> You know, this is the title. What, the title of this what, episode is "Why Not to Buy This yes. DVD." Sorry, Gordon Ryan. The next one is the review of the DVD after we bought <laughs> after it. After we bought it. But <laughs> my point is, is that Gordon Ryan's chessboard looked a specific way when he decided that his next best move was this program. Like, man, that your fucking chessboard don't look that way. I almost guarantee fucking tee it. So. You know, again, that's why you got to look at like whose chessboard probably resembles mine the most, and that's probably who's got some good advice. That's why, I like, like Steve Maxwell. That's why, I like, dude, when you're 20 years old, you can't hear Steve Maxwell's nope. advice. It's not gonna make any. Sense Doesn't make any sense at all. You see the 20 year old fucking lunatics, and you're like, their advice makes perfect sense. Yep. And so it, you're, it, and so that's the that's the thing, man. Is like you know the certain people's advice is going to make sense at certain times and it's usually when their chessboard looks more like yours so you know if you're like in your like I said man like our age like you know 40-ish give or take and it's like man my chessboard ain't Gordon Ryan's like my next best move isn't that program and so uh, you know who whose is and that's why like I'm always looking at like 
you know, what what the fuck, like, you know, some some of the older dudes do, like Rafael Lovato Jr., when he posts some training shit or whatever, I'm like, all right, what what's this guy doing? Like, this dude's, you know, he's still in his mid-30s. He's not, like, but he's you know, old. He's been a martial artist for his whole life. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. And his chessboard probably looks closer to mine than, than some earlier old 20, yeah, some dude in his early 20s. Right. And so, um, anyways, yeah, that's where yeah, people I think get that, really I, fucking I think that's mixed a, up. That's a really good. That's some really sound advice. Is yeah, finding somebody that yeah, there's no. That's a good way to explain it. Your chessboard looks the same as theirs. Your equipment looks the same as theirs. Yeah, you know, like, okay, they're operating their equipment like this because they got these certain things. Yeah, I'm similar. Got some of these same attributes, or it's like, huh, I wonder why all these yeah. you know older dudes talk so much about stretching and mobility. It's like, well, there's a fucking reason. There's like, fucking you know, reason. yeah. So even if you don't realize it, you know, you probably have some things on your chessboard that you should fucking address the same way. And that's, that's the thing too. Like people just don't even know, right? It's like, and that's where it starts. It's like, dude, it doesn't matter what you need to do. I need to figure out where, what are you doing right now? Right now. What, where are you at right now? I need to know what your chessboard looks. And that's, that's the step that people just want to skip the fuck over. That, that, and that to you, for you to give good advice you have to have that piece of the information. Yeah. You, know, you know, people ask me nutrition advice. And dude, again, that's such a huge conversation. Like I spend a lot of time reading, listening, thinking about that. And you can give the big staples, you know, obviously, like eat whole foods, try not to eat a bunch of junk, you know, or don't eat too much. Besides that, yeah. that's where that conversation ends. Like you come to me for nutrition advice. Okay, I need to know where the fuck you're at right now. Okay, you need to track your food for the next two weeks. How, yeah. many cal- how many calories are you eating every day? Do you have any idea? Oh, you think you know. Okay, go type that shit into my fitness pal and then come back to me. You, I guarantee you're going to be way the fuck off. Okay, and then you, know, you have to find out where you're at before you can even start fixing it. Yeah. And same thing with fitness. Where are you at before you start adding a bunch of shit to it? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a surface level conversation. No, no, at no, all. man. Yeah. Not if you want a good answer. No. I mean, you can give the bullshit answers. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and there's definitely some basic things that you can tell people, right. but that's yeah, when people come asking for advice, it's like, man, it's yeah, I need to know where you're at first before I can give you solid the, advice. The, 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 only, the only like fitness advice I give anymore, like someone asked me like that, I always just go right to stretching. Like, how about when you get yeah, home, how about when you get home from work today instead of sitting on your couch and doing nothing, when you're gonna, you're gonna sit there and watch TV. I was like, how about you stretch? Yes. New digs over there. But yeah, instead of just sitting there and be doing nothing, get on the ground and fucking stretch a little bit. Move around. Yeah. That's that's where we're going to start. That's that's about the only advice I give anymore. Because beyond that, because I can just tell by the way someone moves around if they're all fucked up. I was like, I was like, can you even come close to touching your toes? You know what I mean? Like, like, I've seen you bend over to tie your shoe and it's a a fucking monument. Monumental. At a certain point, it's getting up and off the ground yeah, is an yeah, exercise. Can you get, yeah, can Start you, there. Yeah, can you get down to the ground and get back up without it being a significant yeah. effort, without a handle? Yeah. Okay. Five times on each side. Yeah, just do that. Hey, there's the, cardio too. Yeah, hey. There's nothing wrong with that. If that's no, where you're at. That's where you're at. That is fine, man. Yeah. But recognize that's where you're at. Yeah. And you come yeah. firing off going like, yeah, I'm going to start this hardcore workout program. I just, bought, P- I just bought P90X Beachbody and I'm going to yeah. just kill it. Just kill it. It's like, all, right, all right, man. You're going to kill something. Gonna, you are going to kill something. <laughs> Probably going to be yourself. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It's it's tough. I it mean, is people tough. People want. They want. They want fucking results. But 
and you live in this crazy instant results. Instant they don't results want to put in world. The, you know, like, dude. That's what I've been doing a lot of my training lately. Is I, I try the way I, I think of uh, Frost talked about it on JRE is like that that farmer strength, that farmer's work. Yeah. To where they they don't go to failure every day. No. They're just doing constant work every day. And that's where that farmer, you know, we've all heard the term farmer strength. That's where farmer strength comes from. It's just work every day. You don't have to fucking murder yourself every day. And you can vary the intensity in certain exercises, certain days, this or that. But like all my intense training is on the mat. Right, yeah. And everything off the mat is just everyday farmer training. There's a way I look at it. I mean, I'm picking shit up, moving shit around, lifting shit. You know, I got work. I got a physical job, so that helps. Yeah. I do that. I do quite a bit of physical stuff at work, but like my training at home before I go to work, you know, is mobility stuff. And it's just, it's not super intense, but I'm doing strength stuff, you know, yeah. but I'm not killing myself. And I, but I do it every fucking day. I do it to, I take it to an intensity level to where I feel like I worked, but I can wake up again and do it again the next day. I can do it again the next day. I'm not taxing myself so bad to where, like, oh, I sh- I'm not going to work out today. Yeah, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I think that's, I, man, just that consistency, just every fucking day. Consistency super important, just, yeah. Just do it. Yeah. And just keep grinding. And, yeah. And you're not taking yourself to, you know, sometimes you know, I'll get to a point where, like, oh, a certain, a certain muscle group's a little sore. Right. Like, I'll kind of stay away from that a little bit that day, but I'm still doing other shit. Yeah, there's and something you can do. There's every something day. you can do every day. That's why you know, the hard, moderate, light stuff comes in. Yep. Can and so did you ever read the book Easy Strength? Mm-hmm. Did you read that one? That was one of Powell's books. He wrote that one with Dan John, mm-hmm. and uh, really good book. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's a lot of like super sound strength training advice, and it was basically all centered around that concept of like you want consistent work. Uh, that is mostly moderate with a little hard and a little light sprinkled in. And so on on most days, you're just putting in the work. They're not great workouts. You know, every once in a while you show up and you fucking have a great day. You put in some hard work and every once in a while you show up and you're like, man, I'm just not feeling it. I'm just going to put in some easy work and get out. But it's like the whole idea was... That's where I got the uh, the quote, whatever concept that as you increase your eighty percent, your hundred percent will naturally increase as well. And that's the whole idea is like you're just, you're staying on that edge. You're you're, you're working that eighty percent, and as you work at that eighty percent level, like that starts to go up. You know, like what felt like eighty percent effort, you know, six months ago. Now, you know, you're able to lift a little more, like do a few more reps. It's just, it's not, you know, it's a little bit stronger now, now. And so, but now your hundred percent goes up too. And you haven't had to spend all that time just hammering your head against the hundred percent. And so, but that's where we came up in the bodybuilding culture. It's like, dude, you're going to fucking war every day. It's funny. I was just in GNC the other day and you go, dude, like pre-workouts are the top selling thing. Everyone's got a pre-workout and it's things like, the Reaper. And, <laughs> that shit you know, doesn't change. That is the same shit they had when we were kids. Oh my man. god, yeah. But you know what I mean? But you're the like same marketing you're bullshit. going to war. You're going to fucking work out to the gym. Yeah. Like you're going to war. You're going in there to annihilate and blitz and obliterate your fucking muscles <laughs> and force them to grow. Part of me loves that shit though, dude. I know, man. We still gotta talk about Ronnie. But uh um yeah, but it was funny. That shit, yeah, that's that's still the but that one is that's not sustainable. No. And two, if for athletic endeavors, 
that's not the best strategy no. because you can't, your body can't take training to be an athlete, like, get, you know, being just doing jujitsu and trying to train like a goddamn bodybuilder. It, it's two opposing signals for your body, which again, we talked about earlier. It's hard to handle if you're not getting some, you know, good old Mexican supplements to help you out with them. Yeah. Like you say, it's two opposing stimuluses. Your body doesn't. Yeah. You're going to be half-assing both of them. So if you, yeah, if you're a jujitsu guy, man, like I would say like, pre-workout things again like i don't know you may have a different idea besides coffee stay the fuck away yeah yeah dude if you need it like you're you either need more sleep if you truly truly need it or you need to fucking check what you like what you think how hard you need to work is like if you need to think you're still going to the gym and trying to go to war with your goddamn pecs like yes (laughs) (laughs) it's just not it's not gonna help your jujitsu as much so um, yeah, outside of some coffee, man, I don't think, you know, pre-workouts yeah, or something you should be leaning on for your workouts. Pre- any pre-workouts. No. I, I think they're ridiculous. Yeah. I, I really do. Do you find like for jujitsu, I can't, I can't use them. No. The energy that I get from pre-workouts is not the energy I Dude, need for jujitsu. 99% of the pre-workouts I take make me fucking need to shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're just fucking stimulants, they're man. They're stimulants, dude. Just yeah. Good old so. coffee, man. Just enjoy, drink your coffee like a gentleman. And go in there and, gra- right. and grapple like a gentleman. That's right. <laughs> Simple That's right. <laughs> Come in there, you fucking NO2 explode. <laughs> your monster energy. Yeah, man. Anyways. But yeah, so. Speaking, speaking of that, the Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman, yes. Dude, that documentary, I fucking loved it. I knew you would, God dude. Damn it, I was fucking pumped watching that. I had mixed emotions. Like, one man, like, I have, you know, we talk shit, but do I have mad respect for those bodybuilders, man. Oh, for sure. The amount we said what, it before, man. Well, what those motherfuckers can turn their bodies into, you know, the, the amount of sacrifice and discipline and hard work. Like, yes, they take a fucking boatload of steroids. They take all the steroids. I don't care. You could take that same amount of steroids. You're not going to look like that. No. And, the, oh, man, like, I have so, anytime someone dedicates themselves so much to a certain pursuit like I don't give a fuck if it's crochet you know what I mean but if you're willing to sacrifice your whole life to that one pursuit man like kudos to you I love that that shit is inspiring to me and he did man he gave his life to be the best I mean arguably one of the best bodybuilders ever yeah ever yeah yeah I mean and yeah dude I was like they showed some of his old you know like I did. I went and grabbed kettlebells, and I'm just fucking doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing. I remember curls. I texted you back. I'm like, don't hurt yourself watching that thing. Yeah, I texted you like in between doing sets of fucking curls while I'm watching Ronnie curl. I was doing curls, and then my arms fell off. I'm like, yeah, fucking Ronnie, yeah. They had yeah. the fucking music playing. Um, he, and he's fucking front squatting like 600 pounds for reps, like it ain't nothing. Just yeah, freakish dude. Yeah, that dude was. He was on a different level. That's the other different thing. Different like, level, man. All those other guys. They, and they even said it like they just were not they couldn't they couldn't do the work they couldn't do the, they work, couldn't like do the work that he did and he was willing like, we're wired like that to, like you see something you want and he was willing to make those sacrifices to be the best in the fucking world yeah and he did it man and yeah. he's paying the price yeah but, and then you see him now like he can't walk can't walk without a cane and he's had how many hip replacements yeah. knee surgeries back surgery whatever the fuck it is like I don't even dude, know dude the x-rays of his back were <sighs> 
insane. Insane. I was like, oh my god, I didn't know that like a fucking spine could do that, and like it's obviously not supposed to. Not supposed to do. He's that. like, I got a fucking rod and a fucking screw, screw. and I'm like, oh whoa. So so after watching it, do you think? I I couldn't I couldn't tell. Do you think he was ignorant? Like he thought he could maintain his work level, and he just broke. Or do you think he knew what he was doing? So here's the, here's the thing, man. Who 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 could he look at? Because like today, right? Like boxers can look at Muhammad Ali and go, "Okay, that could potentially happen to me." Like who is his Muhammad Ali? There was, there was who pushed themselves like Ronnie Motherfucking Coleman no did? One. No one. Like Dorian Yates was the closest thing, but he was still like so he had just quit, so there wasn't the chance and. And even Dorian says, like, dude, his body got broken down. He had to completely change what he was, was he, doing. He's getting around a lot better than Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even he, but I don't even know if he fucking lifted the weights that Ronnie Coleman did. Hmm. Dude, he did 800 pounds for a double. I, I, I loved at the end of the movie, they asked him about regrets. See, this is what... I didn't get that third did, rep I for did, eight I couldn't, he's like, he's like, I, I could have done three. He's like, I think I could have done five reps. <laughs> That's my regret. That's my I'm regret. Like, Fuck yes. yes, yes. Like dude, I was like fist pumping at the end, like cranking out some more trills. Like yes, that is the fucking attitude you need to get to that level. Yeah, it's and inspiring, man. It is inspiring, dude. It's like God damn it, man. Like, and he still works out. Like that. Yeah. I, I told you. Like that was even though like I you every day you knew that he did when you saw it, and you're like that motherfucker is at the same gym. At four thirty in the morning, every fucking every day. day working out because it's just who he is. It's in his DNA it's at this it. point. Yep. It's like he has to just and it's like yeah, I love that. I love that. Like when I someone love, is, I love that too. When man. who when what they do has been infused in them to that level, it's just so inspiring. Yeah, and I really think I mean because he's not a dumb guy. Not a dumb he's guy. He's not a dumb guy in any. He's a family man. He took good, like seems like a good and yep. smart. Took care of his money, like yep. you know, he's got he, businesses. Yeah, like he, he's not he's not destitute. He's not no, working. He's no, no, doing no. Well, looks he, like. physically he's but yeah, like everything else, up. he was not a dummy. And like, I, I I think that like he knew you know he knew it wasn't sustainable. He knew there was going to be a bill to collect at the end, a bill to pay at the end of the at the end of this ride. Yeah, and he was willing to make that sacrifice. He's like, you know what? I want to be the best in the fucking world. If I got to hobble around on crutches when I'm 50... I don't think he knew that was going to be it, man. I don't know, man. That's, that's the problem. And and who, I, like I, I said, like, who would he look to and go like... Okay, I can... See, you know what I mean? Like, you can see now in a lot of different sports. Like, there was no no one for him to look at and go but like, then, that's a possibility. Like, me literally having a fucking rod and a screw and walking around on crutches is an actual possibility for me. Like I don't think that yeah. that ever crossed his mind. Yeah, you might be right. And I, but I don't think that he, he knew was he was doing. Damage. He knew he was doing damage though. Right? I no. Mean, yeah. You mean, yeah. He knew he was doing because damage. he didn't just go from being Mr. Olympia to having to use crutches one morning. You know what I mean? Like there was a progression there. Like oh, I'm getting out of bed and this hurts. This hurts. Oh, it's taken me twenty minutes to get warmed up to just move as I get out of bed. Oh, now it's taking an hour. Oh man, now I can't fucking bend over and tie my goddamn shoes. Now I can't pick up you know, there there was progressions. It didn't just fall off the rails I think on that him. motherfucker just hurt himself training. 
He talked about blowing his back out. Yeah, he felt it. They one he day. felt like one of his discs bulged. He was like, oh, well, that's not I good. think I'm done with squatting for today. <laughs> Let's go hit the leg, Let's go hit the leg curls <laughs> and the leg extensions. He was like, oh, I, later that day, I was like, got to, oh, yeah. He was oh, yeah, he's on his way to work. On his way to work. And, and he was like, like, do I take a left and go to the hospital or do I take right. a right and go to work? That's right. He was in the, like, he said he was in the locker room when it hit him. And he's like, but, I got to go to work. Or I got to go to the hospital. Yeah, he's like, this one's bad enough to go to the hospital. But it's like, so yeah, like I think he just fucking traumatized. His, and I think there was that. There was definitely some of that. But like, dude, that back, like that's just years and years of just getting abuse. Bah, gah, gah, and just yeah. And then like your pain tolerance gets so high that you're able to like take damage. That and then you just shut it off. Can. And then you're just like thinking like, man, am I just being a pussy? Yeah. Oh, dude, the guys I'm competing against are training today. I gotta fucking train. Yeah, they're hurting just like I am. Am I fucking pussing out? Yeah. No, and then you, you see, you can see, like, there's there's parts of my brain that can totally fucking... I'm not saying I, I, I have any parts of the brain that are like Ronnie Coleman. You know what I'm saying? But there's there's parts of me that can, like, recognize that and see that. Like, oh, I can... You can see that slope. Yeah. That slippery that slippery slope that you're on. But and I still... I, I love it, dude. I love every fucking second. The sacrifice <laughs> yeah. you're willing to make. Yeah. Dude, yeah, when they were talking to Sean Ray, like I, and they were, he said, I thought it was just really telling, and I, I actually liked that he said it. It was like, I wasn't, I wouldn't be willing to do that. Like, yeah. if you told me that I could have all those Olympias, but I got his body at and 55, like, I, I wouldn't make I that trade. I don't want trophies. Nope. And he's like, but Ronnie, he's got no regrets. Nope. He'd do it all over again. He's like, and that's what made him Ronnie fucking Coleman. That's it. That's it. It's like, no regrets. No. His, his regret was not doing 800 more reps. Yeah. He 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 outworked those dudes. He 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 went to a level that they they well, recognized, like mother like I'm gonna I'm gonna have to physically wreck myself to keep up with this motherfucker, and he just yeah. So I was eight times Mr. Olympia. <laughs> I know, dude. He just took it to a level, a fucking level. And I love too, man. The dungeon. Yeah. Like how like that grimy ass gym. Yeah. Isn't Shit it, everywhere. Ironic that like him and Dorian Yates both, like two of the greatest bodybuilders of all time, uh, I mean dominated the Olympia for a decade and a half between the two of them, both worked out in what you would describe as fucking dungeons. Just mm-hmm. crappy ass gyms, rusted out. And it's like beating all the boys on the West Coast and their shiny gyms and all that shit. It's like, yeah, it's it. Uh, I like that. I like that. That was fucking cool, dude. His gym, and he just talked about like, man, some people. This is my environment. And I think about when he was talking about that too. I, I was thinking about like our, uh, you know, our gym. You know, like it's not a shiny. It's not flashy. It's not a flashy gym, man. It's like a little rough around the edges here and there. That's just the way I like That's it. That's the way I like it. That yeah. fucking environment is awesome for me. Like. And yeah, you just get yeah, well, yeah. Because when I go into a gym that's real, real nice and like pristine, super formal, super, like it doesn't inspire me to want to work real hard. Yeah, it's, it's not like, the same, it's man. Not the same. That vibe. environment doesn't I, inspire I, me. I, the I, same. I want a fucking light flickering overhead. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, a little bit of dust in the corner. Like I don't want to. I don't want it like unsanitary. You know, like I gotta say, Ronnie Coleman's gym was like. They show pictures of the floor. I'm like, man, grab a broom. Like, that's a little too much. You know, but I still like, I, I like the dungeon idea. The pile of dumbbells was another one where yeah. it's like, they gotta rack you motherfuckers can rack one or two of those you things. Can you imagine some poor dude. First day at the gym. Dude. Like, 
some dumbbells in that pile. In that pile. You're the fucking 25 you're looking for is at the bottom, bottom. of it. The fucking dumbbells. dumbbells on the top. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fucking hardcore. Dude. Oh, man. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was, that was fucking that was yeah, awesome. So if you guys haven't watched that, fucking watch it. Dude. Yeah, it's on Netflix. The Be thing inspired. was called The King. I think so. The yeah. King. Just go to Netflix. And if you can't find it, just search Ronnie Ronnie Coleman. I'm sure yeah. it'll pop up. Yeah, that was a good one, man. It was awesome. It was. So inspiring, dude. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, I love that shit, man. Anybody who's willing to sacrifice like that, man, they, god damn it. That's what it takes. Yeah. You know, if you, you know, back, kind of loops back to being professional with anything. Like, you got to be willing to work harder than any motherfucker out there. Yeah. Smarter. Harder. There's a, and, the, and then it goes to show there's a lot of lessons wrapped up. And it goes to show that there's a price to pay for that. Oh, Yeah. There's a price to pay. There's a price to pay, man. Yeah, that's the. That's there's, there's time. There's time cost. Anything you choose to do. Right. And you know whether you pay with your body or time. Those guys don't live balanced lifestyles. Those are about as far from balanced as you're fucking gonna get. Yeah. You know they, you know they don't go out to fucking eat with friends and family. If they do, they're taking their own Tupperware. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's yeah. weird. And then you don't want to be the weird guy, so then you don't go. Right. You know what I mean? And then you don't want to stay up late because you don't want to you want to get adequate rest, so then you don't go. So then you just become this hermit that's just eating, sleeping, and lifting fucking weights. And no one likes you because <laughs> you're grumpy. And you, but that's it. Those are the sacrifices those motherfuckers make. Yeah. I, I guess that's just I dig it, dude. Just just thinking about it, like I want to watch that again tonight. Yeah. Dude, it was a golden era of bodybuilding. I like I don't know. I I'm not as I'm not familiar with it at all. There's a few like the was his name Phil Heath and uh yeah and then, uh, I don't even I couldn't even tell you like who won and, Mr. Olympia last year or anything yeah like and what's his name call it the, the dude with the fucking long Kai Green Ty Green yeah Kai, Kai Green those are like the only two that I know from today and then I don't even think they're like super relevant today yeah you know, but I don't know I, but yeah sure. that was the thing man like they, they pointed out like dude Ronnie was taking down the likes of Flex Wheeler and Kevin Marone and Sean Ray and dude, he took down. I mean, Jay Cutler for years. I mean, it was like Jay Cutler finally beat him. Yeah, but it was like, dude, he was taking down bodybuilders that were Hall of Famers. Like there were so many fucking amazing bodybuilders from that era, and he was just he was beating them all. Like they could not get on top. And yeah, I don't know. I nah, I just I still remember man running to the fucking going to the gas station and getting my muscle and fitness when it came out and reading up on all right, what's the What's the secret arm workout of the champs? This you, know, you know what they month. talked about that I totally forgot about? God, was it on there? Or did I hear it on a... I listened to that Mind Pump podcast quite a bit. Maybe, I don't know. But do you remember doing uh, 21s oh, with yeah. curls? To where you do like the bottom seven, halfway up. Yep. And then the next seven, halfway yep. down. And then seven, four, eight. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. I was like, the 21s, The 21s, man. I was like, yes, it's such a meathead exercise. I fucking love I love that. Yeah, there's so many good things you can do. And then uh, oh, that was the other thing I saw at GNC. They had a giant bucket of calories. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? You know, man, remember, like just a big old mass gainer, right? Uh, I think it was a fucking. There was a paint bucket. It was like a five gallon oh, yeah. paint bucket, yeah. full. And I, I showed Shiloh, and I was like, "It's like, man, they're getting fancy." Back when I was, you know, Mega Mass 2000 came in a fucking dog food bag, man. <laughs> I remember walking out of GNC on more than one occasion with like what basically was a big ass dog food bag full of calories. I remember I did buy some fucking whey protein in a five gallon bucket one time. Like I was pretty pumped on that. I thought I was getting serious. Hell yeah, man! Yeah. 
Yeah, dude. What was it Designer Whey? Was that the first whey protein? Oh, fuck. Remember that shit, thing. dude? Yeah, the whey protein. You had Metrex. There's some good shit back then. <laughs> I mean, you know, again, whey protein. People take that for granted now. There was time. There was no whey protein. No. Oh fuck, dude! When I was working out in high school, whey protein. What the fuck is that? You just take protein. It's like, what do you mean where your protein comes from matters? I'm trying to sell you beef liver tablets. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking boron. <laughs> boron. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, and then you dig into. I think it was boron. It showed like a testosterone increase in postmenopausal women. Yeah, so, so it became a supplement <laughs> in the Joe Weider line. Sounds about right. Ah, uh, yeah, man, good old days. Fuck yeah. So Ronnie Coleman, he's awesome. Yep. So I don't know if I have any other notes. I do have the. So I gotta decide what I'm competing in. I got no. Oh gi. yeah, you you got uh, no gi worlds. Peer pressured into no no gi worlds I in did. like two weeks. I did. Two weekends, yeah, it was one of those. Well, and it was funny, man, because this whole situation has has completely gotten uh, sideways on me. <laughs> Did you think it would go any other way? Do well, you think any situations to do with our team are just a straight linear to to Valhalla? <laughs> it's not even like our team, right? It's like the universe, just like so. You know, I I've told you before, like so. I thought No Gi Worlds was going to be like uh, the Gi version because you have Masters Worlds and you've got Worlds. And so when I hear No Gi Worlds, I think it's just No Gi Worlds. It's yeah, there's, there's the, no old man division. No, there's it's no just, old man division. It's just fucking uh, wait and, and wait rank. Wait and rank, yeah. And so, like, I saw, I was like thinking about it and I was like, hey, that sounds all right. Like, all right. I'll go and test myself against the best. If I fucking go out there and just get monster trucked by some, you know, future world champion, like, great, like, whatever. And, uh, and Kevin had also told me the weight class was 165, basically, one, one, you know, 64.9. And so both of those are what I made peace with. And so I fucking text Kevin. I'm like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. And then I start actually looking at the site, at the details, <laughs> and I find out, well, wait a minute, the weight category is 162 and a half, which is not 164.9. It's a little different. It's a little different. And, uh, and then also they have a master's divisions going on, so it's not just the open or you know regular adult. And so now all of a sudden, I'm like facing this like, you know, oh, you know, do I cut weight? And am I doing the masters? Like, I'm like, this is not what I made peace with was like just going whatever I can make comfortably my weight, which is apparently the middle weight, like the 175 class. I'm like 168. So I'm going to bulk up a just little bit. Just eat a little bit more. Gordon Ryan, baby. Fuck yeah. I was going to get his DVD. Better order that thing right now, now dude. And, uh, I started taking two fucking doses of creatine a day. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just doing the the open, like just going out there and just testing myself against the best. And so that's what you made peace with. So is that your decision? Is that what you're gonna I think do? So I mean, Kevin's trying to guilt me into doing the masters division because he's like, you know, you can do well in it, and I'm like. I, no, I can too. That's just not what I fucking I th- I made think you peace just with. Go with. What you made peace with? I think so too. I think you feel better about it, man. Yeah, 
funny. It just sounds more fun to me. I, I don't know. Like the Masters, Masters Worlds is is fun because it's like it's just a bunch of old people showing up and and having some fun. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, so, but then, <laughs> but then, okay. So then you really got to ask yourself this question. Like you made peace with it. There's not you know there's no expectations like you, you know because you're going and you're you're jumping in there with the sharks, you know you and you know this yeah so it's it's a little like uh, relieving you're like okay man I'm gonna go try my fucking hardest and I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge myself but there's no expectations man if I get fucked exactly. up I get fucked up yeah okay so that's what happens when you just you go against some eighteen year old killer in the adult division so you know, then you but then you sign up for the Masters three. And go against a bunch of old fucks like yourself. Now that you're like, oh well, now I should do a little bit better, so it puts a little more pressure on exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. So then, what, what do you do? Do you do you reside yourself to like, okay, I'm probably gonna get fucked up here, so there's no pressure. Like, I should do better here. You know. So it's a funny fucking. It's a. You just gotta. What are you comfortable it's a funny with? Thing. It's a funny thing. It's a funny thing. It's no, a I mean, know. It's definitely different. I, I I will admit, like for sure, the mental. Uh, pressure the just the the of they're two different things for <laughs> sure I mean one like my category like one one of the masters it depends on what if I go with the higher up weight class um, there's five people in my division so you know it's not a huge division it's like yeah, you win a couple matches and you know you're in the medal rounds or and stuff and so you know going up in the adult dude the fucking brackets pretty deep like I'm gonna have to win quite a few matches to like get there, and so it uh, it, it is. It's definitely a different um, sort of like pressure, and I know, but I don't know. Like, so yeah, we're we're so good at deceiving ourselves that uh, it's hard to tell. You know what why you would why you yeah, make a yeah, certain yeah. choice? Because like. the other thing too is I will. I, I mentioned this before. Like I don't. This is just me, right? How I look at it. That like what is what's the point of the masters categories? What like, do you think the point is? So the old men don't feel as bad about themselves, and it gives them a chance to win. I okay, I agree. <laughs> I, 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 but I I agree with that, and also from a safety standpoint. Really, I I, I do. You think by the time you get to fucking purple belt, brown belt, like like you can't. There's a safety thing still, like weight class. Weight class is definitely part of that also. So, I mean, if I, I could see, like, but, if you're going to absolutes or something, but, like, sure, somebody yeah. weighs the same as you, by the time you get to purple belt, I would think, like, you should be able to keep yourself keep safe. yourself safe. I, I mean, if you get in a position, like, you should be able to recognize pretty quickly, okay, my lunch is about to get fucking eaten here, and I just need to keep myself safe. And, you should be able to. And, and if you don't, like, that's on, kind of on you. you. Like, at some point, like, this is a self-defense. Yeah, it's just it's just more of a... Yeah, I'll, I'll say it this way, but I'm really just saying the same thing. I'm just saying more of the PC version. It's it's just leveling the playing field. Mm-hmm. Leveling the competition field. Yeah. Which, in, in turn, just like you said, it's helping old guys feel better about themselves. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's what it is. So, like... Because you don't want... It, it sucks. I mean... We're we're physical guys, and we don't like to admit that we're not quite once we were. Right. What, what you know, what we once were, but it happens. Yeah. You know, it just you can't beat Father Tom. Father you Tom's gonna Father fuck Tom. you up. It will, man. In the end, 
up to all of us. So again, like I don't, again, I, I compete in Masters Worlds. I compete in Masters Categories. I'm not like dogging. I'm just saying that if we're just going to sit down and we're just going to say like, okay, really, what is the point? It's, it's to level the playing field. Level the playing field, a.k.a. help people not feel as bad about themselves while getting monster trucked by athletically superior youngsters and basically give them a chance to win. Because, yeah. you know, who wants to show up to a competition where you know you have no chance to win? Most people, for whatever reason, like... Well, you don't show up, you don't go to a competition unless you think you can win. What's the point yeah. of showing What's the point? I mean, you go in with realistic expectations. Like, there's no sense of fucking... And that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to have realistic expectations. You have to have realistic, but there's... And without master's categories, if you're, you know, let's just be honest, if you're a fucking dude in your early 40s, odds of you winning... Uh, the adult division. The adult division is just not super high. Right. And so, you know, there's a lot of older dudes who would be less inclined to compete uh, given those circumstances. Correct. And so you create circumstances... That are more competitive that would entice, entice for them. people to pay the entry fees. And right, and so they feel like they can be more competitive, and so they're gonna go, you know, give that a shot. And so, you know, which I completely understand, but to me, like, I don't know, like, I really do, like, when I think about, like, my thought of going into the adult, I get excited, like, I get a little fucking smile on my face, like, dude, I don't know what's gonna happen. This is gonna be fun. Like I'm, I might get just destroyed, <laughs> or you might ruin some young. Or kids I might day. ruin some young kids' day. Make or sure I, you make sure you grow your beard out a little yes. bit so you got some drain. Oh, beard. I am. And so you know when he gets fucking ankle locked by some old dude, all his buddies <laughs> after he sulks, they're gonna be like that old dude. That fucked old dude you fucked up. you up. That old dude fucked you up. And, but like, or I may get to like come across someone who's like I said, like a future world champ, man. If I get monster trucked. Again, like I'm not, I I think my jujitsu is decent. Like, dude, if you're gonna monster truck me, like you're probably pretty goddamn fucking good. And so, man, getting to <clears throat> wrestle with someone, you know, like that is 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 cool, <laughs> you know. And so, again, like that's, uh, and then I think about doing the masters division, and it's a completely different set of emotions. Completely different set of emotions. It's because like, you're putting more expectations on yourself. The only reason I'd enter is because I'm going to try to win, mm -hmm. and it's like that's a completely different mindset. It changes the mindset, man. Totally different mindset than it's just weird going in it, and It's weird just, how that does it. I just want to test myself against the best and see what the fuck happens and have some fun versus like I'm going to try to win, and it's like not nah, yeah. So I think the adult ones. If you, yeah, if you if you're more relaxed and you feel better about it, fucking go for it. Yeah, you know you know enough to keep yourself safe. Yeah, and yeah, and if you if you get out there with some, you know, twenty six year old dude who wrestled all through college and now he's a purple belt, and you can just tell like, oh, this dude is gonna fuck my day up. Yeah, like you, you can keep yourself safe. Keep myself safe, and you'd be all right. It's you know no what I mean? It's not. Man. It's not like you've never done it. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. not like you've never gone against physical freaks. No. You know what I mean? No, like, you've seen them. We we're talking about <laughs> you're, you're it. Man. Them. I'm not gonna fucking again. I may. I may run up against a fucking 175 pound Randy, but oh, it's possible. It is possible, but it's like, dude, I wrestle with some fucking really good guys that move well, and you know, we got the Montrose guys come down and fucking wrestle with us, and. So it's again like I'm not I'm not I'm not I, just, I say that more like I it's not like 
dealing with wrestlers is a completely foreign thing to me to where I'm just going to be like, but again, dude, somebody comes out there and does a power double, <laughs> just out, lifts me up, <laughs> bam, just fucking takes me down. Like, hey, man, it could happen. Could happen. But I, I don't know. I think I'll, I don't want to see. I want to I fucking, I just want to see. Maybe it will. So if I can just ruin some young kid's day, that's that's, that's all. That's more I want. enticing too. That's more enticing, man. I could see that. Yeah, even if I don't win, it's just make him fucking one question young... himself a little bit. Like, God, God damn, damn it, dude! Oh, he's got old man strength. That's why he beat me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think that's it. So I'll make sure I text Kevin and tell him. That's what you're gonna do. Sign me up for the big boy category. Fuck yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, all right. Well, along that train of thought, then just fucking sign up for the absolute while you're there, too. See, now... Uh, <laughs> now safety is a concern. Now safety is a concern. <laughs> yes. Because you don't want some 200-pound physical need... specimen no. coming at you angry. No, no, no. That's a, different, that's a different ball of wax. No, no. I don't need a fucking, yeah, 22-year-old owl fucking with a D1 back, wrestling background coming at me. <laughs> that would be... Hurts <laughs> just thinking about... Yeah. <laughs> so... No, man. I may be crazy, but I'm not stupid. So. That's good. All right, well. That's what I'm going to go Decision with. made. Decision made. Fuck you. So. Well, cool. I'm excited. Pumped right. for you. Yeah, thanks, man. I'll be, uh... Kevin's still trying to talk me into it, but... Is he? It's not happening. <laughs> no. I see his games. He was yeah. trying to... He was letting me do some stuff on him today, like, thinking I was doing good jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I, see, I, see the game, I see the games he plays. He plays a long game. He'll, you know, he'll, he'll let me do a little bit of shit today. Tomorrow we'll train some nogi. He'll probably let me do a few things. And then he'll be like, see, man, you're doing fucking good. Shit's good. Your fucking jiu-jitsu's on point, man. You should sign up. Lower, he's just letting me do shit. I'm not dumb. Come on, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? Anyhow, that's yeah. all I got. That's all I got, too. That was all Fuck I... it. I say we call it a day. Nothing else we wanted to bitch about. We bitched about Gordon Ryan's bodybuilding DVD for an hour and a half I feel like we did a pretty good job with that we beat that one to death <laughs> so we'll leave some other I got some other good rants gripes after that I just feel like I'm griped out yeah I don't know it's like there's just no point so we can only be grumpy for so long that's right that's right we got some steaks ooh that's right I'm fucking starving I know me too <laughs> alright All let's right. call this good wrap this up go eat some steaks be well everyone be well Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ Podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now, so get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. Times two, no clue, but soon a brief monsoon might give you a view to choose. Stay tuned, include, won't conclude. To the end is near beware, there's consequences, but what you do to me, the devil of many levels, I keep on
myself, he died. Oh, me, myself, he died.